If you're loving the Bible Brief, will you take just a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? We're having hundreds of people every week try out the show, and we want you to help even more discover the Bible Brief. Potential listeners depend upon your reviews to learn why they should listen. So will you do us a favor? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Join the cause to help the world learn the life-changing story and message of the Bible. Have you ever read a comic book? It's action, action all the time. The Gospel of Mark is the Gospel of Action, and today we'll dig into it. Thanks for listening to The Bible Brief. Yesterday, we talked about the Gospel of Matthew and the three themes of Matthew's narrative account of Jesus. You remember those three themes? They were, Jesus is the Messiah King, Jesus is the prophet like Moses, and Jesus is the Savior of the world. Today, as we get into Mark, we're going to see that his gospel account is different in character. If Matthew is like a thematic novel, Mark is more like a comic book. Mark is essentially action from beginning to end, and it laser focuses on the ministry of Jesus that begins when he's around the age of 30. You won't find a genealogy here, and you won't find long extended sermons from this gospel. Instead, in Mark, you'll simply find this. Jesus, the servant of God, doing ministry among people who largely don't understand him and his purpose. So first we're going to talk about the theme of Mark, that Jesus is the servant of the Lord. And then we'll talk about his reception among various groups of people who never seem to quite get exactly why Jesus is here. If you think about it, the idea of having a servant necessarily means action. Think about servants on any TV show you've watched or any historical account you may have read. Servants are around to do one thing, to do what they are told by their master. A servant's job is to do, and if a servant doesn't do, then that servant is useless. This can help us understand why Mark is the gospel of action. It's all about what Jesus does during his ministry on earth. Throughout the gospel, we see a lot of doing. We see Jesus preaching and teaching. We see him call his disciples to follow him. We see him heal a sick woman. We see him casting out demons. We see him praying. We see him healing a man's skin disease. And you know what? That's all in just the first chapter of the book. We see Jesus, the servant of God, doing lots and lots of things. And we already see an incredible response from the people. The first chapter ends with this. Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but he was out in deserted places and they came to him from everywhere. Imagine that you're in one of these towns and you hear about a man who is literally healing a bunch of people. You might get curious, but then your cousin walks in who has had a debilitating disease for years and says that Jesus healed him. I can bet that you'd be headed out the door to see what Jesus was doing and what he had to say. Jesus was doing the work of God among the people, and the crowds were wanting more. They were marveling at the miracles and the teaching of Jesus, while the disciples were getting a front row seat to the amazing happenings. However, a third group is mentioned a lot of times in Mark 2 the religious leadership, which are usually identified as the scribes, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees. All of these represent the resistant leadership among the Jewish elites who were suspicious and ultimately antagonistic to Jesus, the servant of God. After we get some interplay between these three groups of people in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus says one of his key teachings in all of the Gospel. 
Due to the size of the crowd that was following Jesus, they actually had to put him in a boat just off the shore so that people wouldn't crowd around him. And then listen to this from Mark chapter 4. Again, he began to teach by the sea, and a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat on the sea and sat down, while the whole crowd was by the sea on the shore. He taught them many things in parables. That's short stories with a lesson. And in his teaching, he said to them, Listen, consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it didn't have much soil, and it grew up quickly, since the soil wasn't deep. When the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it didn't produce fruit. Still other seed fell on good ground, and it grew up, producing fruit that increased thirty, sixty, and a hundred times. Then he said, Let anyone who has ears to hear, listen. Later, the disciples are confused as to the meaning of this parable about this farmer casting seed along various soils. And Jesus explains it to them this way. He says, The sower sows the word, that is, the word of God. Some are like the words sown on the path. When they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the words sown in them. And others are like the seeds sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy. But they have no root, they are short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately fall away. Others are like seeds sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things enter and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And those like the seeds sown on good ground hear the word, welcome it, and produce fruit thirty, sixty, and a hundred times what was sown. In this teaching, Jesus explains something that is illustrated through the gospel. Mark shows us all kinds of reactions to the teaching of Jesus, the word of God. We see this antagonistic religious class who hears the word but reject it. We see a crowd in Jerusalem happily welcoming Jesus and then a couple of days later condemning him just the same. We see a rich young man who rejects Jesus because of his love of money. And finally, we see those who believe and ultimately become fruitful as they share the good news of Jesus with others. Here's the thing. People react to Jesus in different ways. And even the ones who react positively don't always understand Jesus in the way he should be understood. In the Gospel of Mark, we see excited crowds, excited disciples, curious followers, scheming scribes. And set against all of these, we have the servant of God who seeks to do the will of his master. I want you to listen to perhaps the core message of the Gospel of Mark. This is from Mark chapter 10. Jesus called his disciples over and said to them, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles, that is, non-Jews, those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you will be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you will be slave to all. For even the Son of Man, this is a title that Jesus gives himself, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The disciples knew that Jesus was God, but they misunderstood the humility of God that God himself would put on human flesh 
and be a servant. Here's the good news of Mark's gospel, that Jesus didn't come to be served as God, but to serve as God. He didn't come to take his throne, he came to die on a cross. He came not for glory on earth, but to take the burden of humanity's sin. In the action-packed gospel of Mark, Jesus is the Savior that saves through serving as a sacrifice for sin. As we end, let's listen to a prophet from the Old Testament describe the Messiah, the King, as the servant of God. This is from Isaiah 53. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. Yet he himself bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on him and we are healed by his wounds. We all went astray like sheep and we have all turned to our own way. And the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all. Mark wants us to know that Jesus is the serving Savior who serves as a sacrifice for our sin. Even though crowds followed him and crowds loved him, in the end, they turned away from him. He was rejected, he was despised, and ultimately, he bore our sins on the cross as the servant of God. Tune in next time as we look at the Gospel of Luke. Thanks for listening to The Bible Brief. Are you enjoying the podcast? One of the best ways for the show to grow is for you to share it with a friend. Will you do that today? We'd love to help more people understand the life-changing story and message of the Bible. Thank you for your support and thank you for listening. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation, dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2022.